Hey, how are things? This is Mark here. You're more than welcome to the Clockwork Junkie podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Today is Tuesday, the 29th of December. On the show today, I have nobody. Everybody's enjoying themselves with their families, their sons, their daughters, their wives. Um, I don't have any of those things, so I'm here doing this. Uh, yeah, maybe a bit of a loser, but look, I'm here anyways, and if you're here with me, Thank you for joining in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time of your day. All that jazz. Um, yeah, so look, let's get going. On the podcast today, I want to talk about a couple of different things. One thing is, I'll just get out of the way very, very quickly. I see a member of the Israeli, a former member of the Israeli government has come out and says that um, <clears throat> humans, us, the people on earth, know that there's extraterrestrials, that we've seen them, that we've contact- they've contacted us, we've been talking to them. I mean, there's an awful lot of this stuff happening lately. It's crazy. It's genuinely happening. Um, you know, and it's not a little microbe we find in Mars or a microbe or a little bit of bacteria we might find in Venus. This is fucking life, real, you know, extraterrestrials. And there's a lot of people saying it. I know that not that long ago the people were on from the US Navy saying that they followed a, it was shaped like a Tic Tac. Um, and, you know, everyone's coming out and saying that we know that they're there um, I'm just surprised that there's so many people coming out saying it, and I know it was on the New York Times there that the, the Americans said that they had a vehicle that wasn't of this world, I'll say that again, they had a vehicle that wasn't of this world, I mean what more fucking proof do you want, that's it, they must be around, like I love science, I want it to be true so much, um, and I look, I think it is, I, I, I'm going to go on record here and saying 2021, by the end of it we'll be told that there's life elsewhere now whether that is an alien civilization or whether that is you know uh microorganisms or some sort of bacteria somewhere i think next year it will be said and i'll stand by that um i know a lot of people coming out now saying that look there's there's like there's ships flying everywhere they're showing photographs of them. and this isn't like you know some fella from the backwoods somewhere that's seen a ufo in a in a, in a forest this is, you know, people who, um, like high up government officials. Now, why did this former Israeli guy come out now? Because look, he said he has he has all these degrees. He's respected in universities all around the world. He reckoned that if he said it five years ago, that he would have been laughed at, maybe locked up in a, in a mental institution. But now he thinks there's so much talk about it, and it feels it's okay to say it. And his career, if you like, <clears throat> it's finished. So there's no way if he wasn't, in his eyes, telling the truth. Would he have said it? Because it completely tarnishes his career. Um, I I think there are extraterrestrials. I, 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 I look. I think there's billions of them. This guy reckons that there's a what? Where the pop was the phrase he said? Um, a kind of a galactic federation of uh, alien civilizations, and he reckons that there's some um, astronauts from Earth up in Mars. The aliens are in Mars as well. Uh, some of them, and like they're you know. He says that Donald Trump knows about it as well. He said that, but he was actually going to leak it at one stage, and like Trump did say that he found out some very infer, uh, interesting information from Roswell. Um, obviously, Roswell was the nineteen forty seven crash, and uh, 
So it'll be very, very interesting. He said that Trump was going to come out and say something about it, but then decided not to because there'd be mass panic and hysteria. But even, like, for the New York Times, I think it was 2017, they come out saying that, you know, that they have an aerial phenomenon, an aerial phenon- phenomenon unit set up. They said that they are, um, you know, actively looking for them, and they said that they have a vehicle that is not of this world. Now, that's what more do you want? That is, like, and I can't believe there's not a bigger fact made about that. I, I, I know, like, for instance, the Joe Rogan podcast was up talking about it. He had all these people on. They were talking about it. Um, they went on further than, and done other podcasts as well. Um, you know, and you might say, well, listen, Mark, if it's not on the news, it's not true. That's absolute harshite because the news, all the channels, and look, I'm not getting into conspiracy theories here, but all the channels are owned by the same shower fuckers. <clears throat> That's the truth, like, it's not, that's not me saying that, and that is the truth. And there is agendas on different news channels for different things, the one that bring the narrative one way or another. I mean, that's easy to see. That's not being um, a conspiracy theorist. That's an absolute fact. So I wouldn't be surprised if there is plenty of um, species out there. I wouldn't be surprised if there is a, a kind of a <clears throat> universal um, ga- uh, galactic kind of army, if you like, or kind of like the UN or something, or NATO or something like that. Um, And I used to say years ago, when people say to me, like, if there was such a thing as uh, extraterrestrials, would you like to know? And I used to say, yeah, that, that the whole world is ready for it. Like, and you know, I don't think we are. I am. Loads of people are. You probably are, maybe. Probably. Um, But people aren't. People go up. Did you see there when the virus was coming out and they said, listen, we're going to leave everything opened. There was queues the length of the Great Wall of China for people trying to buy butter. Now, did you ever see anything as fucking stupid in your life? You were told they were going to stay open. People don't listen. People are idiots in the masses. You know? That's the truth. You know, people just get things wrong all the time. They just fucking don't listen. They start panicking. What would happen then with all these religions, like, you know? Oh well, who, which, which god, or does the extraterrestrial? We call them the ETs. Does the ETs uh, have a god? Is it the same god as any of ours? Well, they must be wrong then, you know. So look, that information is out there. <clears throat> look it up. Email me back. Clockworkjunkiepodcast at gmail dot com. Email me back, um, and let me know what you think. Like, there's so I can't believe with the amount of information, with the amount of information that has come out now, I cannot believe that there's not more of a deal to be made about around the world. Like these guys in the navy had this tic tac ship, um, and they had it on their radar, and they were following it. Like this isn't like um, like this is either a, a piece of technology from China or from Russia that we've never seen, or someone else that we've never seen before. That's that's millennium ahead of what, if you like, the Americans are using. Um, I doubt that because America is always on the forefront of new technology. They spend billions on weaponry every year. Um, and I look, I'm not saying that another, uh, another um, culture like the Chinese or the Russian or <clears throat> the Indian or whatever uh, couldn't be more advanced in something. Of course they could, but there's no way they're millennium in terms of, uh, you know, expanse of our knowledge of, you know, just building these machines and the area. Like they, they, they can go from 60,000 feet down to one foot in a half a second. Like that's not physics that we understand. It's not physics that we know. Um, now I know if you look up UFOs and aliens on Google or YouTube you always get these fucking lunatics you know yeah man they're all there I've seen them 
They came down and they got done their Johnny. Bollocks. Don't be listening to those people. Don't be listening to shite. Listen to people who are scientists. Listen to people who have only badness to gain. Like only bad things would happen in terms of their career, in terms of their respect, their respectability by coming out and saying this stuff. They have absolutely nothing to gain. They're coming out and saying it. Like I won't be a bit surprised. And I, I think that, look, like how could there only be us? We're in the world going around one star, which is the sun. There's billions and billions of stars in our galaxy, which is one galaxy, the Milky Way. And there's billions and billions of galaxies in the universe. We've already found 4,000 exoplanets. So that's planets that's are, that are orbiting around other stars. And we can't see very far at all. So there's billions and billions of planets around billions and billions of stars. Of course there's life other, other places. Of course there is. And plenty of it. I don't, like, I have no way of like just the, the, the fucking mathematics of it states that there has to be it really really does um but it's very very interesting i think next year they're going to come out and they're going to say look we're after finding this or they're going to say look we're after finding this machine that's not of our planet not of our world they already said that they had it but they didn't show us like for the navy to come out and say that we have a machine or we have a a, a ship for want of a better word that is not of this world is saying they're, it's like they're dipping their toe into the scalding bath of water of what people are going to think, what's, what the culture's going to think. And nobody seems to be going mad at the moment. No, I, look, if the mountain said that we, we speak, you see, if we know about extraterrestrials and the ETs, and is it that we know about them and we're in contact with them and we're trying to get part of this Galactic Federation, or is it that we see them? And even our governments can't do anything about it. Because if you tell the, the public then that, listen, I see all these spaceships, we know they're spaceships, we have one that crashed, or maybe two that crashed. I've seen them all, we, we see them all the time, but we can't stop them, we can't. We don't know who's driving them, we don't know whether they're manned or unmanned, or ET'd or un-ET'd, if you like. Um, <clears throat> so, it's kind of hard to know which would be better. Would it be better that we see them, they tell us that we know, they, the governments tell us that they know they're there, but there's nothing they can do about it, or it would be better if it says we're in contact with them, you know. But I think this uh, former retired um, general of, I think it was a general of the Israeli government, he was like one like head of security a couple of times in a row. Like this, this is a serious, serious, serious individual. He said that they have a base on Mars and that there's um, astronauts from Earth up there, has been for the longest time, that they're, uh, to have some deal with Earth that uh, they, they get into this galactic federation. He said that um, obviously there's no point coming down to cavemen and talking to us. But now we're at kind of certain a certain level of intelligence where we can send probes out and we can send ships up and we you know rather than looking down trying to find gold and trying to find what land we can take on Earth, now we're looking up to the stars and seeing what's up there. So I suppose maybe there's a little level or a little boundary that we've reached there, and they can see that we're doing it. Um, you know, there was, like, there was a lot of um, interest, really, and there was a big spike in uh, UFO sightings when uh, we invented the hi- hydrogen bomb, you know. They're probably thinking, what are these Neanderthals, these, you know, chimps doing, being able to blow stuff up? It's crazy. Like, then to see us, like, with fire and explosives, we call it a spaceship, but with fire and explosives, exploding us out from our planet to go to another rock, the moon. Like, they must think, Jesus, we're crazy. But, uh, 
And then, of course, there's, um, you know, there's people talking about Area 51. There's people that work there in Los Alamos. There's, um, you know, there's, there's, there's all this stuff going on the whole time. So, I mean, look it up. Don't take my word for it. Look it up. Um, try to look up science magazines. Try to look up people who are doctors, like actual doctors, not, uh, you know, an Instagram doctor where they call themselves uh, entrepreneur and a philanthropist. And uh, all of them was sold two wheels of a bicycle. You know, that was, you know what I mean? And give half the money to a charity. They can be, you know, proper people who have the qualifications. Look up and see what they're saying. Like even the most respected physicists and the most respected people um, aren't saying that this isn't possible. I think it is. I think it's very, very possible. Um, I think they're probably out there. More than likely, it'd be very, very strange, in my opinion, if they weren't. That'd be weird. Who was it? I can't remember that said there's either two possibilities. There's that we are alone in the universe or we're not. And both of them possibilities are equally as frightening. That's very, very true. But um Yeah, so look look that up. What else am I talking about today? Oh yeah, so look I wanna say a thank you to everybody who has um donated to the podcast uh through PayPal. Um you know, like there's a lot of people set up uh, patron um, sites and stuff like that and you know look I just set up the PayPal one and it's a you know this is my job if you like this is what I'm doing and that's why I set it up and it's not look you don't have to be listening and oh he's looking for money it is, it's not that it's that look I'm trying to do this I'm trying to get gear I'm trying to do stuff like that that's why I set it up and if you find value in, in the show whether some of the things I talk about with mental health might help you whether some of the guests what they're talking about might help you whether you like some people find the show funny whatever way you want to do it if it's a thing that you do want to donate, um, you you it's it's not a donate every week or every month. It's a one time donation. There, thank you. Simple as that. If you want to do it, so don't think you're getting caught into doing anything long term. Or no, of course you're not. It's only PayPal. You can set it up in two minutes, send on whatever that goes straight into my account, and then when I get enough money, then I buy other bits of equipment and stuff like that. And that's the way it's that's the way it's working for the time being. <clears throat> um. So yeah, thank you to anyone who has done that so far. It's much appreciated. It really, really is. Um, I I wouldn't have some of the equipment that I have now without you, um, and it helps me to do the podcast. Maybe get it a bit more clear, um, you know. So thank you for everyone who's done that. Uh, also, I want to speak today about um, like I when I do the podcast um during a couple of the times when I do it, I I stutter sometimes. You know, like I could be saying like just say for instance Saturday and I was Saturday. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure some people know but a lot of people don't I had a very very bad stutter when I was younger like when I was like you know four, five, six, like I couldn't string a, a fucking sentence together Um, it's very very hard as a child doing that you know um, like I never thought then that I'd be doing a podcast now Um, it's crazy like absolutely crazy it just goes to show how far I've come but uh, <clears throat> yeah it was very hard having that in my youth when I was growing up it was really really difficult Um. You know, trying to talk and trying to get your opinion out and, you know, you'd be stuttering the whole time. And then I remember in school, you'd be sitting down. Let's just say, for example, there's 20 people in a classroom and I might be just a third in line. And the teacher gets us to read out each a paragraph of the book. Like, I'd be sweating buckets knowing it's coming to me because I'd be reading and I'd be saying, today was... It was so embarrassing. You know, the teacher was saying, keep trying, keep trying. And I'd be thinking to myself, are you a fucking clown? There's 19 other people, including your big calf's head, looking at me. You already know I have a stutter and I can't do it properly. Now you want me to calm down and I'm like a fucking helicopter taking off. You know. 
gobshites. Well, then again, suppose they weren't trained how to deal with someone like that. I remember one time then she caught me up, this, this, this particular teacher caught me up and says, um, get me to read in front of her, like, and, like, I, I couldn't read. I just, it was just very hard. And I don't know why that, why that ever was. Like, I, I looked up, obviously, when I got older, the causes of stammering or stutters and stuff like that. Um, You know, and I don't really know what caused it, but I know that it was very, very hard in school. I know if I, like, even, for instance, in that scenario I gave you a minute ago, I'll give it to you again and go on worse. So there's 20 people in a classroom, 20 kids. I'm one of them. Let's say I was number 17 in line to read out a paragraph. Like, I wouldn't hear a single thing that was said from line, from the, the first child down to the 16th until it got to me. Because I'd be worrying so much about Because I know that I wasn't able to read out loud because my stutter was so, so bad. But even when I was sitting down talking with friends, it was so, so bad. And then, of course, uh, what, what I used to do then was, and I don't know anyone who has a stammer or a stutter or who was nervous reading, but this is a trick that I used. I like, And this is how bad it was at times. I'd say, okay, there's 16 before me. I'd wait for the first five to read. And I'd say, okay, she's getting them to read, let's say, four lines each. So then I'd know there's 12 people left. So if I go down 36 lines, the next four lines should be mine. And I tried to learn them off by heart so I wouldn't have to read them before the teacher comes to me, you know. And then, of course, I'd have that done. Then some prick would have to go to the toilet and she'd skip him. And now I'm fucking done with which line I'm on then, you know. I was doing all this at six or seven, like. Absolute disgrace. Shouldn't have to be worrying about stuff like that, you know. I should look, he's finding it hard to read. We'll get him some extra lessons after school and help him with his stammer rather than saying, well, keep going now in the whole school looking at me. So then I remember, you know, obviously I was in, that was national school. I was there for what's national school? Five years, is it? And uh, there was a teacher that used to be in there. She was upstairs. She was a very, very good teacher. She used to help people with learning difficulties, people who were slow, people who quite couldn't, you know, while, while we were learning about geography and the capital of different countries and what their produce was and a bit of history, they'd be up doing a jigsaw. You know, it's not because it, where you'd be slagging them or because you'd be putting them down. It's just that was the level of intelligence. You know, some of them, you know, <clears throat> that's just the way it was. So I was fucking sent up there because I couldn't read. And I remember going up thinking, this is fucking ridiculous. Because, like, I understand everything they're saying. I know everything they're saying. I can write it down. Perfect. Give me a test. I'll get 10 out of 10 or 20 out of 20 or whatever it was. But I just couldn't read it out because my stutter was so bad so I was sent up here to this thing oh you're going to be here now for a couple of weeks and so the thought I was slow like the thought that I was a slow learner the thought that it was such the wrong thing to do like what I I remember I was in there on the just said this was on a Monday and then Tuesday at uh, lunchtime she said look I'm sending you back to the classroom you you shouldn't be here she says you're you're as cute as a pet fox she says you're you're you're, you're you know your reading isn't that good and you stutter when you talk, but you you, you understand everything 100%. I says, of course I do it myself. And that was fucking hard, you know. And then, of course, I, I used to be trying to be funny when I was younger. I, I always liked a good laugh and all that. And loads of times I'd be trying to tell jokes or trying to say something funny and I couldn't get out the good funny thing that I wanted to say because I knew I'd be stuttering. Like, But I remember in sixth class I had a teacher. I don't know where she is now. If you're listening to this, her name is Paula Gibson. She's the best teacher I've ever had in my life. She, um... I don't know whether it was my birthday or coming towards the end of the year. And she uh, she gave me a present. And I said, oh, fine. I said, thank you. And I put it into my, my school bag. And it was lunchtime. I was running out to play with the guys or whatever we were doing. She asked me to open it Like I was a, while she was there. I was a bit embarrassed because, you know, like when a teacher, you know, well, that's the first time that ever happened to me. Like, um, 
teacher was giving you a present and I thought, you know, and, and I actually opened it then and it was a, a book of jokes. So even though I had a stutter, even though I couldn't really read properly, even though um, like a podcast like this was, was completely out of question. Um, but I did still try, you know, I, I like I will say that, like, um, I still did, I still did try and I tried enough for her to know that I was a bit of a joker and to get me a joke book. I never forgot that. You know, what age would that would have been? Maybe nine, ten, and I'm 43 now. So it's about 33, 34 years ago, and I still remember that. And I remember thinking that was cool, like, really, really cool, really cool of her. Um, And, and the lesson that that taught me was that when people are down, you can pick them up. And that's what she taught me there. But you know what I mean? She like Obviously, she was teaching us loads of stuff, but that's a lesson that, you know, stuck with me. Um, Brilliant, 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 brilliant teacher. Um. Yeah. So, and then of course, I, I look. I don't know how it got better. Or I still do it sometimes. People often send me an email saying, "Um, oh, I hear you. You're stammering on the podcast. Have you suffered from it from for long? Do you, you know?" And I kind of, you know, a couple of people would have noticed it. And you know, like I was saying, like you know, I've emailed them back how I got, how I stopped stuttering. And the the truth of the matter is that I actually don't know. How, like it's not how it's not a big deal for me now like and sometimes i do you know i, I could be saying and i'd say what i'm saying then but it doesn't bother me now i don't get embarrassed I, I i don't care and haven't done for the longest time um i don't know what switch flicked for that to happen or i don't know what um you know i i think it was just i fucking kept at it you know just kept even though like even hanging out with my buddies when I was younger, like I, I'd always talk, I'd always mess, I'd stutter the whole thing, but I'd fucking keep at it. Like some of them slagged me and joked me, some of them didn't. Um, I don't know. I probably just had thick skin, and I do like you know, like a lot of people, you have loads of things in your mind, loads of uh, ideas. Like mine works a million, my mind works a million minds a second, and maybe sometimes I'm trying to get everything out. Like if I'm saying something to you. And I've three more things thought about prior to that. And I'm telling you the first one. The second one is I'm dying to get it out. The third one's on my I've just thought of a fourth one now. And then I just thought of a fifth one. Now I'm after thinking how the fifth idea I have coincides with the second idea to help you with idea three. And I'm still trying to tell you the first one. And next one I'm, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I really, really don't know, to be honest. <clears throat> but, uh, <coughs> excuse me. I'm always coughing on these fucking podcasts. I should bring water with me. Um. Yeah. So look, I have to say, like, thank you for listening to the podcast over the Christmas. Um, it's probably good to get a few minutes out and relax. I certainly know that I enjoy doing it. That's for sure. Um. You know, there's a lot of people sharing my stuff. There's a lot. It's just brilliant. It's brilliant the response I'm getting. I'm really, really happy. Um. I I I have plans for the new year. Um. This isn't slowing down. It'll still be Monday and Wednesday. Um. I have plans for the new year. I have things that I want to do. Um, I just don't want to say too much yet because things always go wrong, nearly, not always go wrong, but, like, I have a plan A and I have a plan B and a plan C and if this doesn't work I can do that and, but I'm going to be around for a long time, so if you're sticking with me, you know, you you, you could be listening to a podcast one day and I might be saying, hey, this is Mark and this is, po- this is episode 2000 of the Clockwork Junkie podcast, that could easily happen if I live that long, hopefully I will. Um. Yeah. So for the for the new year, um, 
I you know a couple of goals I, I, I want to um you know progress with the podcast and make it better I really really enjoy doing I feel like it's um you know I, I don't believe in oh you found your calling but I, I, I feel like I might have found you know this is what I like to do I want this to be my job I want to do this all of the time I really really enjoy it I love meeting people I love meeting the guests like I thought I'd get a guest on because then like my people and their people will listen to it and I get more views what I didn't anticipate was the amount of stuff that I'd learn off them <clears throat> the amount of interesting people that I'd meet the amount of stories the, the amount of people like people are just so willing to share their story with us with you with me um, and it's brilliant you know like when they come on my show like I, I try to give them a I, I try not to be too like I don't have a hundred questions to ask them I don't be putting them under pressure Um, it's just you know I come in I, I, I just meet them for a few minutes beforehand we have a little chat uh, I, I might say I'll ask you about this or ask you about that and we just chat away and there's probably a more, per, more per professional way there's a story now see that that's a perfect example uh, but there's probably a more professional way of doing it I'm sure where like you know I do a big list of questions and let them come in and ask them and then but I, I just think that might be very um, when I listen to podcasts like that I get bored some people might like it but my podcast I don't think will ever be like that I just like to sit down and chat and shoot the breeze and I kind of like, like for you listening to it, I kind of like you to be, if I have a guest, I like you to be a fly on the wall. As if like you're sitting at a desk behind us doing your work and you're just listening to the conversation. And if it's just me, I kind of like you to think that I'm just talking to you because I suppose, essentially I am, you know. Um, But I'm really, really enjoying doing it. And uh, <clears throat> like one of my favourite things is, <clears throat> excuse me, one of my favourite things that happened this year is the response in terms of emails that I got of people. Um, like when they start coming in first I thought this is brilliant and then like I get them on the regular basis now and I I, I, I fucking love it I love when I get one I, I just oh, I'm very excited like you know and I open up and have a read and see what they're saying and sometimes I don't get back to them straight away because I want to have a think about what they said and then I get back you know um, or a message I might get on Facebook or like you, obviously my name is Mark McCormick I have a Facebook page and I, I release you know all my stuff on there but there's a Clockwork Junkie Facebook page as well Um. If you haven't went to like that so far, please do so, because I'll put everything up on there. Um, uh, yeah, but even people can, and you can message me there uh, regarding the podcast directly from there, so it's a good thing to do, and people do do that. And I'm very happy to get that message. Um, they're not all nice, but most of them are. Um, you know, it's 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 it's, a, it's just, you know, when I had my depression and I was really bad, I, I you know, I would have never thought that I'd be doing this now. I would have never, you know, if you think of the depression and the, the stutter and everything was going on, you know, and here I am now doing a podcast. I don't feel depressed anymore. I don't give a shit about the stutter. Even if I do do it, I, don't, I couldn't give a fuck. Um, but it doesn't hold me back in any way. It doesn't stop me. But, like, it's great, you know, that people are getting back to me and they're saying, hey, look, I, I, I like this, or telling me about their story. And it's just, uh, I, I felt... I feel had I been doing what I'm doing now whilst I had depression that it might have even helped me to recover that bit sooner because it's hard to know at times that people are so positive and people are so willing to share and people are so kind like we often talk about oh back in the day you'd go out and ask for a bit of sugar or you might go next door for some tea bags or some bread or maybe a few sausages we hadn't a whole lot of money back in the day or like not us I'm talking about anyone we often got knocks on the door and the water's turned off you wouldn't mind filling up a kettle first you know that happened that's 100% and you think look back at them as the good days and you think well 
well, days aren't like that now, but <clears throat> to a degree, that's right, but I, I'm not so sure that that's a fact, if you like. I'm not so sure that that's a fact, because anyone who I've talked to on the podcast is still like that. They're still sound. They'll still help you out. You know, they, they, like, like uh, you know, I, I speak to people before, obviously, you know, normally before the, the press record, and they're just so nice and so sound. And they're just genuine. So if everyone's so nice and so sound and so genuine, why are we saying that oh, in the good old days? Maybe these still are the good old days. I think with all the internet now and with all the, you know, like it's like we're all so close together with a touch of a button, apparently. But that probably isn't the case, you know. We're all living these fucking fake lives online. And it's 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 nice to, you know, get down to brass tacks with someone and speak with them and talk to them. I think it's very, very nice to do that. Um, I have to say, it's just p- people that I've met recently are just so sound and so nice. And, you know, they didn't always have an easy life. That's the thing you have to realise. And if you listen to the podcast, you would have... Like, Jesus Christ, you know, some people are just so... so fucking tough, so dedicated. It's absolutely crazy. So I absolutely I love doing this podcast, and I love that you're listening, and... You know, you know, I always give the look, if you can, will you subscribe to YouTube and follow on Spotify or any other platform? I'm on, I'm on all the platforms, really. Um, but Spotify is the one that I kind of push, that I look at and see how many viewers I'm getting or what did you like or th- that type of thing. Um, and I suppose, look, I won't keep you too long because, as, as, as I said, it's over the New Year job, the Christmas and all that. I don't want to be keeping you for ages. But there's one thing that I, I will say... Um, I'm looking for guests for next year. Um, I haven't even I've 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 nobody lined up for next year yet because I'm so busy doing this every day and obviously I have to edit it and then put it up onto YouTube and make a little video for it and I have to put it on other places. So I'm just too busy. But I, I'm looking for guests for the new year. Now, when I say guests, I'm well able to go and get guests myself, as you can see. Um, but any help with a guest would be great. When I say I'm looking for guests. I'm looking for you. I'm looking for people like you. I'm looking for people like me, uh, normal, ordinary people who might have a story to tell or who might just want to come on and talk shite. Um, like everybody has a... St- they say everyone has one book in them and that's probably true. But I'd be very, very happy in the new year to sit down and have more chats and have more jokes and chat to people. You know, like it doesn't have to be that uh, you survived an airplane crash and that's uh, worthy of coming on the show. It's not that at all. If you, um, you know, if if you got over your depression or are still depressed or if you tried to commit suicide and then you've survived and this is how you've done it or maybe, uh, you know, uh, maybe a, a husband or wife has passed away and, and this is how you got through it and you might be able to share a story. These are things that I can't share. I can't give advice on these things because they haven't happened to me. But I like, And you don't have to be a doctor or a professor or you don't have to be like, oh, a tenured at Yale to come on the show. You can be fucking anybody. Anybody. Just come on and say, look, and we'll have a little chat beforehand and come on the show and have a talk. And it's like you can ask anyone who's come on the show. They're, they're normally nervous before they come on and then they're grand. And it, listen, it nearly always turns out. Well, not nearly always. It always turns out all right, you know. Like it's never going to be that Joe Rogan po- podcast. I'm never going to sit down and have Conor McGregor on, followed by Mike Tyson, followed by fucking Donald Trump and people like that. This probably is never going to be a podcast like that because 
although I am interested in that, um, I'm very, very interested in, in people, just in people in general. And that's the kind of the narrative through my podcast. Um, sometimes I talk to martial artists who are doing it years and years and years. I talk to people who like to fight. I talk to people who had depression. I talk to people with who had ba- hard pasts, um, who have overcome stuff. Artists, it's all the same narrative through the mind. It's all about the mental health and keeping yourself, you know, um, looking after yourself, I suppose, and being easy on yourself at times. Um, I'd absolutely love to get a scientist on and pick their brain about UFOs, about, um, about uh, you know, alien races and what they might think and black holes and the speed of light and gravity. I'd, I know, I'd love to get somebody on who, who, uh, like, I, I could bring anyone on and talk to them about that, but I'd love to get someone who's an actual scientist, someone who really, really knows about that would be fantastic. If you know anyone, or if you're listening and you are one, send me an email, please. I'd love to have you on. But in terms of people in general, in January, I, I want to get people on. I want to sit down. I want to chat. I want to have people on the show who are just normal people, like myself, like yourself, and just chat away. And, and please don't be afraid to say, oh, I, I wouldn't mind going on it, but I'd be afraid. Well, if you have that your New Year's resolution, I'd love if if I woke up in the morning and I had 19 or 20 messages saying I'd love to come on the show. Because I'd get back to every single one of you and I'd speak and say, look, yeah, what would you like to talk about? What's the story? What's going on? Organise a place to do it and do it. Find the time you're free and I'm free. It'd be fantastic. So if you'd like to do that, do it. It doesn't always have to be someone... You know, who's turned the world upside down, or it could just be a normal person like you and me as well. Um, a lot of the guests that I had on the show want to come back on to talk about different things. They enjoyed it so much, so you'll probably enjoy it as well. Um, and I will have some of them guests that I had on the show coming back as well. Um, we're having technical difficulties, technical difficulties with uh, you know, trying to get some people on. Um, I'll be looking forward now in the new year to having my brother James on more. Um, I enjoy our podcasts. There's no work to them. You know, we don't even, you know, nine times out of ten, I don't even know what we're going to say until we go, hello, and then we start talking. And a lot of people have gotten back with emails saying that they really enjoy them, that they like the way we bounce off each other, that they're funny. Um, And I wouldn't mind. We don't even try to be like, that's genuinely, that's the way we talk to each other all the time. Worse, we're probably holding back, to be honest. Um... So yeah, I want to get a couple of them, a couple of them in. I I mentioned before, and I don't know if I have it, but if I don't, this will be a bit of breaking news. Um, James is living in Canada, and whenever he comes back, I don't know when he's going to come back. It could be in two weeks, or it could be two years. Another kind of a at some stage he might come back to Ireland. But when James comes back to Ireland, he's going to be on the podcast with me full time. It's going to be the Clockwork Junkie podcast with Mark and James, or James and Mark, whatever way. I do. I don't care about that kind of thing. Um, so it'll be the two of us the whole time. So, um, you know, maybe there won't be as many guests on then maybe because I'll have someone to to um, bounce off all the time. So get in your names now if you want to come on the show. Um, have a little chat and I'd absolutely love to have you on. And I'm going to leave you now because you're probably getting bored. But look, thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm out again tomorrow as normal. Um, all the way up to the first and including the first. Um, that'll be the 10 days over like I promised. I kind of think it's like a, with the podcast, I'm looking at it like a child, whereas if you tell a child you do something, you better do it. Um, so, yeah. So, look, thank you for listening to the podcast. I'll see you again tomorrow. Um, cheers. All the best. Bye-bye.
Hey, just a quick message to say thank you to everybody who supported the Clockwork Junkie podcast. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so now only through PayPal. All donations are welcome and you can find us at paypal.me forward slash clockwork junkie. That's paypal.me forward slash clockwork junkie. Thank you. Thank you.